job. We're doing it. <laughs> I'm not sure why. <laughs> Back by popular <Yeah>. demand. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. We're born. We're born for this. Oh, goodness. I tell you what, nothing feels more right than having a microphone in my hand. God, I just feel But no, today uh, today was like 5 o'clock is the only day that I've actually worked until 5 o'clock. Yeah. You... And I go, I gotta go. <laughs> I, I got my second <laughs> job to get to. And I had the same nerves that you have in like elementary school right before a school play. Yeah, just a like little butterflies. To all of the parents. Yeah, I was like, I'm, I've got a production. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. Goodness. Oh, my God. I know. I really, I, I honestly took a couple naps today. I wasn't hungover, but, you know, also wasn't feeling the best. So I literally. You weren't sober. N- no, no. I think I was, I had to Uber my ass to my eye doctor appointment. <laughs> and then I was just causing it. Well, everyone was so nice. So I was like, oh, I can feed off this energy, I think, because I'm still a little drunk, but let's roll with it. <laughs> And right, so I right. was just causing a scene there. But Did you flirt with the doctor? It was a female, so no. But she was really, really nice, and I enjoyed her. She was kind of younger, but very no. experienced. But the girl that checked me in, um, I don't really know what her title is, but the girl that kind of worked with me before the doctor saw me, God, she was a saint. She, <laughs> I told her I was a nurse. She goes, thank you for all, for all your work. And I go, <laughs> No, seriously, you do not have to thank me. I really do the bare minimum. (laughs) (laughs) It was cute, though. She was really nice. Well, I hope you made her laugh because... We have comedy to share whether people ask for it or not. No, absolutely. That's why we're doing this. I mean, I don't care if it's just us listening. At least we did our societal duty to this. I would say maybe at least one person asked for it. I, I think at least three. Maybe. Um... I mean, maybe the IRS will give us a tax deduction for this goddamn free entertainment. <laughs> That's what I'm expecting. I would I, say I, that I was would be the dream. Talking with our head of um, RIT department. <laughs> oh, God Peter. bless him, Peter Martin. <laughs> um, and he was he was like, well, let me ask my sister. She works in the tax department. If you can write that off as a business expense. That's I go, God, imagine getting audited. <laughs> <laughs> for this fucking podcast for tax fraud. <laughs> I would say that might be taking it too far, but yeah. time will tell once our classroom of people leave us. Well, it's not paying for itself, I tell you what. <laughs> All the freaking equipment. We really have no choice. Like, Goodness. we have to do it. How many times do we sit on the phone every night for like two hours and we're like, that was straight and just content. Spit raw fucking comedy. I know. I mean, like, the people have to hear this. I know. I would say that's why we're doing this, is because yeah, we basically sure. already do. We just don't record ourselves. We already do it. It's just not recorded for the public. Well, did we even introduce ourselves? <laughs> no, we didn't. We just started talking. I think we should introduce each other. Do you want to go first or should I go first? I kind of want you to go first. Okay, I'll go first. Okay. Let me know when you're ready. Oh, I'm ready to go, baby. <clears throat> okay. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> boys and girls over the age of 12. Right. And with parent consent. I would like to introduce a host that has the thickest southern accent, one that many in the South are claiming to be the next <laughs> Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> so the prophecy says... I have said it once, and I'll say it again. Don't light this firecracker unless you're ready to see an explosion larger than life itself. A comic that is name brand, 
unfiltered, and more exciting than Sunday morning sex. <laughs> That's my Better favorite. Better pick up her calls or she will track you down <laughs> like it's your car's extended warranty. Buckle up, baby, because you never know where she's going next, but it's full of laughs. So shut up and listen. I give you Sierra fucking Breeze. God, that's so good. It really hypes me up. I think I wrote it half drunk, so. Oh, yeah, good for you. Thank I you. wrote mine after a cup of morning coffee, but <sighs> I would say that's where my best content comes from, so. Right, okay. Okay, listen up. It's time I introduce to you a host like no other. A man known for his undeniable wit and piercing blue eyes. His humor may slightly offend you, but he doesn't care. <laughs> and he still expects you to laugh. You may ask yourself, who is that man disrupting this family bar and grill on a Friday evening, threatening to Instagram DM Kate McKinnon about when she's free for coffee? Well, that would be the legend himself. After one <laughs> cocktail, ready to spread his wings and fly in as a star of this current social gathering. He is quite possibly the funniest thing I've ever met, full of accents and one-liners, which quickly made him one of my best friends. He has this way of bringing authenticity to a room, which allows others to do the same, and it's so powerful, babe. So, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, the ever-so-talented and amazingly funny, Canyon Libby. Thank you. That was beautiful. A fucking work of poetry. No, I, I, so think, I think we should frame those because I think they're really cute descriptions of each I'll other. I'll frame it for, for you for Christmas. Yeah, do that. I'll put it on my wall. I will. Well, Sierra, I think it's time we discuss a story. You think so? I think I we think need so. to tell the people kind of where it all began. I do too. Should we start at the beginning? The very beginning. That's okay. Let's do that. Rewind. I think <laughs> it was in a Mexican restaurant, if I if I'm recalling correctly. Yeah, definitely. At fucking Gordo's in Aggieville. I'm not gonna causing lie. a drunk scene. I think we were doing a bar crawl that day. We were doing a bar crawl. Was that after you fucking yeeted off of one of those bikes? <laughs> I think it was that time. No, that was a different time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I really banged myself up that day. But no, this was a different time. Okay. Should you tell that? I think you should tell that story, actually. Of when I yeeted myself off the Speaking scooter. Speaking of drunk stories. Yeah, what was the... <sighs> tell, give the audience that's listening the scenario. So, Lay it out for us. It was another day in Manhattan, Kansas. We had just discovered the lovely linked scooters... So we took him for a nice two-hour stroll, <laughs> two-hour <Right>. cruise, <laughs> and I was 100% sober. I swear on my life, I would be very honest if I wasn't. I was very sober. It was me, two other of my girlfriends, just riding down one of the main streets. It was a beautiful day out, mm -hmm. and right. um, there was a darty going out. Evening. Yes, it was beautiful. There was a darty going on one of the streets that we passed and they were like waving and cheering at us. Cause we were 
pulling up on scooters just driving past though they're waving at us and i go to wave back and i almost lose my balance and fall in front of this darty full of people like it would have been so embarrassing i almost ate it but i recovered and i did it and so i scooted up to Corey, and we're like driving along she goes what the hell just happened back there i go i almost fell off and she was like how the heck did you almost fall off i go i lost my balance by trying to do this and i lift my hand to show her what i was doing and i yeeted off the scooter this i went flying probably about like 10 feet and the scooter just no, i don't doubt it those things go like 20 miles no i was going as fast as you can too i went probably 10 feet the scooter just went like straight down next to me taylor almost ran it over she almost got in an accident i i rolled and just completely tore up my arm. It took almost a month. Oh, I to heal. remember going to Gordo's. Yeah, you were the like top of the bar, and I saw you there. <laughs> now, I, you guys, when I say that this woman yeeted, I show up. She looked like she had been in a car accident <laughs> so that had rolled fifteen times. Right. This woman had from her neck <laughs> all the way down to her fucking ankle. Oh yeah. On her right side was completely was covered in blood and, <laughs> and fucking scrape. And <laughs> she was almost in tears because the pain was, she looked like the Barbie doll's arm. Her <laughs> arm didn't move. It no, didn't it bend didn't. the whole evening. Well, I could it because it was right on my elbow. So if I bend it, it like kind of cracked. And there was also a huge Band-Aid on my arm. So anytime I moved Oh, yeah, it, yeah. The largest that they had at the Walgreens. <laughs> yes. Because we called we Rachel because you were like, them. I think I should just go home. And we're like, over our dead body, we called Rachel. We're like, we need you to go to Walgreens, <laughs> get the... <laughs> Get the largest band-aids that they have and the highest level of pain no, medication Ra- you can yeah, get over Rachel the brought the ibuprofen. You were like, because I remember it was me, Corey, and Taylor. I go, just bring a bag full of them. I was like, bring three. You know what? I it bring was, six. It was post-scooter accident. I called you and I go, I just messed up my arm. And you go, what? And I kind of showed you over FaceTime. And we were like, meet us at Gordo's. So we go to Gordo's. It took you a while to get there. I think I had finished like two margaritas. And you walk in and I was like, hey, Canyon, check out my arm. <laughs> and you were it wasn't like. Just your arm. It was your, you were wearing a skirt too. And it yeah. was like blood coming. I had a tennis skirt on. Skirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so ugly. It was so bad. I couldn't have been wearing a long sleeve that day or a pair of jeans. Nope. I nope. was a short sleeve and a skirt and my skin was just fucked up and bleeding. And they went, I think Corey went to Walgreens or maybe it was Taylor, picked up a huge thing of hydrogen peroxide and they just squirted no. my whole oh arm my with it. No wonder. They were like, quit being a baby. I go, I'm not doing this. They had to hold me down and do it. <laughs> it was so. Jesus. God, it was horrific. Oh, but yeah. man, that is, I think that's probably one of Taylor and Corey's favorite days. We had met, we have many days where we go back to Manhattan. I think my favorite was when we did, when we discovered that Crackle Barrel was purgatory for oh, me. Oh yeah. Well, that's where it all began. I think that was, I know. That's where yes, it all began. That was when. But that was a different time. For the audience Gordo's. that doesn't know. Doesn't doesn't know. I have come to this conclusion that the Cracker Barrel, the establishment that it is, is purgatory itself. Right. I mean, it. You die. You go into a gift shop full of everyone's over eighty. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone in the whole place is over eighty. Every single. And you're one. waiting three, four, six hours for a table to actually get into the good stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
you're just waiting, which is what purgatory is. And so you're just waiting with all these old people. You're looking at the Jesus knickknacks. You're looking at the overpriced spoon that you hang on a wall for God knows what <laughs> the fucking gnomes. reason. The lawn gnomes. gnomes. <laughs> gnomes. They have the weirdest fucking shit in a Cracker Barrel restaurant. A breakfast establishment that sells a guitar mirror <laughs> for sixty nine ninety nine. <laughs> oh, and it's understand. also overpriced. So I'm like, yeah, this is definitely oh, heaven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Jesus price. Yeah, you want to buy Christmas decorations in July? <laughs> Go to the Cracker Barrel gift shop. <laughs> I just. <laughs> You're not getting a table there. No, no, no. I don't. Just like heaven. Sometimes. They're like, oh, how many people? Six? Just you? <laughs> it's going to be about four or five years. <laughs> but feel free to peruse our fucking gift shop. <laughs> feel free to land in purgatory and just look around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. God. But that's how it started. Yeah, that's where it all started. How... We were at Gordo's yeah. and... um this is like where the whole drunk Southern accents mantra really, came because about. Because that's when we... Because we were well, sitting there know. at the Mexican restaurant and we were drinking, of course, we were drunk and then we started talking. About, I think you brought it up. You're like, Cracker Barrel is purgatory. And we all just got in this just crazy discussion about it all and we couldn't stop speaking in Southern accents. In southern accent. And so ever no. since then, like all the many time times we that we hung out after that, got drunk... We would Even, talk in a southern accent, and that's how we knew how drunk we all were. You sometimes will start know, in a Peter, British accent. Well, I'll, that's that's what my roommate Peter used to say. He goes, I always know how drunk you are because if you're in a British accent, I know that you're drunk, but I know that you're fucking blacked out when you go southern. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so I have true. no in-between. My favorite was when it was post-party bus. Oh, after my the party Lord. Bus. God, what a fucking night. Love this story. Bloody and we knees. Go back to our apartment. <laughs> You don't, don't start. We're That's a story that for, <laughs> for, for a fucking different podcast. I'm not going to get into the party bus. No, anyway. But this isn't actually the first time that we recorded, is it, Zero? Mm. No, absolutely not. We have some raw footage that we might reveal. We do have some raw footage. And I think... <laughs> some raw, well, drunk, derived, southern footage. <laughs> it was the football game that we first recorded. Yep, we were at the tailgate. I think we have the footage. Should we roll it? Yeah, we should roll it. Well, it's me, Kenyon, and Megan. Hey, it's the podcast. Hey, don't forget about me. <laughs> this is Drunk Southern Accent Podcast. This is Megan. I'm off Play Flip Cup. You all know what it is. Let's go. Yeah, that was fucking Matthew McConaughey. Well, this is your girl, Sierra. Go ahead, listen to the We're fucking. We're back with another. <laughs> We're back with the fucking sexy episode. That's Paige. Who is this? This is our podcast. Say hello. Hello. We're trying to play. Shut up. That was just Alex being a dick. <laughs> what are we saying now? Well, I'll tell you this much: it ain't easy being this hot. We are right next to a Ram F-150. Sierra's about as hard. Well, she's about half hard. On a scale of 1 to 10, how hard are you from this Ram? 1.7 and a half. Oh, wow. So that's not a large amount. Not large at all. Wait, here, drink this. Oh, no, I don't do peach, but I do do tequila. Yeah. There's so many fucking... 18-year-olds here, you think it was a goddamn bar mitzvah. And I'll tell you why. Who's baptizing me? Yeah. <laughs> Who's baptizing me? <laughs> We're sacrificing. 
and you later. And our way. Talk a lucha. Go, What do you have to say about puking, puking? About puking? Yeah. Puking, puking. If you're gonna puke, you go to the bathroom, you do it in silence, you rally, you swash some water, you get back in that bitch. Game three. Um, hi, Broads. I would just like to say we're playing Flip Cup. This is game three. Cayman is going fucking down. You hear me, Canyon? I will fucking kill you. Is this a bro- podcast? Yeah, this is supposed to be a podcast. Wow. Or, or no, I don't think it's actually on. This is the opening game weekend of Kansas State football. Kansas State. Manhattan, are you ready? Game three. Of ready, go. What do you have to say for our podcast? This is this is our fucking Lindsay, the motherfucking bitch of the century. I'm chafing. <laughs> She's a fucking chafer. <laughs> what do you have to say? Let's go to the bars, baby. That's right. That's right. We're gonna go over to to Brayden, fucking Chandler's little sexy stud here. What do you have to say for the podcast, Brayden? Uh, cats by 90. Let's get ready to party. There we go. There we go, people. What do you have to say, Rachel? I have no responsibilities. Let's get effed up. We're getting fucked up tonight, people. We're going to go over and say hello to Chandler right after her stud talked. What do you have to say for the podcast, Chandler? Go cats, bitches. There we go. There we go. What about you? What do you have to say for the podcast? Go cats. Go cats. There we go. We love, we love beer. We love nicotine. We love the cats. If you're not doing nicotine tonight, if you're, you're not doing not nicotine, doing right. you're not having a good time. Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, bars tonight, though. We'll see you there. We'll see you there. Yeah. There we go. Canyon is the best DJ ever. It's called the Party Bus Playlist. Look it up. We need another party bus in our life. I reflect back on that moment uh-huh. often. I'll describe that night on the 10th episode of the podcast. It ended with blood, a duct, sweat. blood, sweat, Hinges. and a little bit of duct tape. And if that isn't a, a fucking night and a half, I don't know what to tell you. I really don't. So, listen up, people. Listen up, bitches. My babe. No, I don't have your babe. Where is it? Megan lost her babe. I don't know where it is. It's. Hot. Did you give it to some boy? Maybe. It might be with a boy. Whoa! Almost fell. It might be with a boy. I have a ping pong ball in my. Let me. Ch- uh, let me ask Chandler. Molly, on a scale of one to ten in your range. Hi, podcast. Huh? Yeah, I found Definitely. it. Oh. Chandler had my babe. Oh. It's fine. Chandler had it, and I found it. Are you addicted to nicotine? Uh, yes. <laughs> the answer is yes. Are you an educator of the state? The answer is yes. Um, I teach third grade, and I am addicted to nicotine. And the answer is yes. And I, I teach them that, you know, we can be okay when others are not okay, and I, I'm not okay. And you want to do a shot for me? Sure. Don't worry. It's just a frat boy jumping on a table. <laughs> what just happened, Sierra? Well, some guy just jumped on the table while busted his back, but he sure did bust that table in half, I'll tell you that much. Must have some high cheekbones in his fucking ass. 
If you ain't got a caboose, you ain't destroying that. Look at it, it's in, it's in half, Canyon. I tell you what, you don't break a table in fucking half unless you got a caboose larger than Oprah. <laughs> Oprah's larger. And let me tell you what, Oprah could fucking smash a table. Oprah, love you to death, sister, but you're thick as fuck, and I... Oh, you could go toe-to-toe with this goddamn asshole. Let me tell you what, Oprah, if you're listening, which you probably are, <laughs> Oprah, we'd love to have you on. We've had multiple guest stars, including including ourselves. I know your track record's a little bigger than ours, but just be open-minded. Just be open. Oprah, don't fucking be a bitch. No, don't be a bitch, because we know... We know a side of Oprah that maybe the listeners don't know. Yeah. Not that we've met you personally, we, but... We've not met her. It's we have no affiliation with the Oprah Winfrey show. Yeah. But, <laughs> not a single one. Not a single one. <laughs> not a single one. But we would if we could. I think I watched it once when I was seven. Are you on the phone someone? I'm on a podcast. Oh, a podcast? podcast. All right, let me listen. All right, look, everybody, this is our best kids out here in K-State University, right? What's your name? Canyon. We got Canyon out here. His podcast, you know, it's the best. It's the best. Yeah. You know, well, what, what's today's topic? Drunk Southern accents. Drunk Southern accents, brother. I tell you what, I like you, and I want you. That was it. <laughs> That's it. Okay. Was that a good Southern accent? It, it wasn't good. I was. I would rate it about a three. I'd rate it a three myself. But what would you rate his accent? Well, I didn't hear his accent. It was fucking terrible. Really? Yeah, it was bad. I didn't hear it. I know. You know what I was thinking? Yeah. So you have your gamers, you have your people that go into the games, but then you also have your tailgaters. And I feel like we don't get that much credit. I'm out here, I'm dehydrated, I'm working hard, I'm drinking. It's work. The sun is fucking hot. I'm going to tell you what. Someone pay me. And that's... That's how it got started. Mm-hmm. My favorite part is yeah. when we ask everyone to do their drunk Southern accents. Yeah, and they actually, the, the one man the was one, absolutely, oh my God, I thought horrid. he was good. I thought it was I thought good. It was I was like, keep going, man, keep going. And you were like, well, you, you say it. You're like, that was, was horrible. Trash. I'm going to tell you that much. I think he was right there, too. I <laughs> yes. mean, it's not like he had left. No, I he think you were giving right feedback. There. Like, you didn't say <laughs> behind his back. You were letting him know. <laughs> we were so drunk that day, but it was, God, it was it so was, fun. God, that's when we met the Argentinians <gasps> after that. Do you remember yes. that? Yes. God, they were fun. And we kept asking were... them to tell us cuss words in their foreign and, yeah. language, <laughs> like children. How do well, you say fuck? And then we decided... <laughs> Do you remember when we decided to leave? Um, it was because they go, we're like, how did you learn to speak English? And they said something about, they were like, well, American porn is the <gasps> best. That's oh, how yeah. we started learning English. And I remember looking in, at everyone and we're like, are you ready to go? <laughs> <laughs> we left. Kenya, I forgot about that. Well, that yeah. was like, we met them like late, like the game was almost over. And of course we were still at the tailgates and I forgot that they said that, that they learned their English through American porn. And we were like, American porn. I think Aggieville just called because yeah. I need a fucking shot. What? Let me just study <laughs> some porn. Some people use facts. Duolingo. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess American porn will work. I tell you, that's the American dream for some people. God, that that was so funny. I forgot about that. They were really nice, though. 
They were. They were good people. Nice. We were in a yeah, nice little we circle on the fields. We were. I was on the phone before I went over there, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Where the fuck are you?" And then you go, "Canyon, we're right here." And I looked down, and you guys were <laughs> in a fucking circle. You had found some eight. Like, you found a football team full of Argentinians that you were surrounded by. <laughs> I know. I don't it's know like, how. Where the fuck? I leave you for two minutes. Right, right. I don't know how I get kind of caught into those situations, but I do. <laughs> that was I so know. fun. God. That was a good day. So what are we drinking this evening, Sierra? Mm. What are you drinking? Well, I... Because I had a long fucking day at work. Yeah. I had not a long day at work. Actually, I didn't work today. Um... Surprise, surprise. <laughs> I'm drinking a warm cup of tea, but I put a little vodka in it just for fun. Right, right, right. I really I'm did. I really did. <laughs> <laughs> How does it taste? I've never had tea Fucking with Fucking good. It's like warm tea. Really? I do warm green tea. This is what I take to work every morning. I'm a nurse Bodkin and tea. I have early mornings. <laughs> and so, no, I don't do the vodka, but I do. Oh my God, I'd get so much trouble. Sure, <laughs> you're awfully perky this morning. It's called vodka, <laughs> Denise. Literally. Give it a whirl. Uh, so I do warm green tea and then I'll put honey and lemon in it. But, so I made that mm-hmm. like I always do, but I put some vodka in it because, well, it's <laughs> 630 on a Friday. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, speaking of tea. Wait, what are you drinking? Oh, I'm drinking um, rum and Coke. Mm, I figured. Because it's just something that needed to happen Mm. this evening. But yes, I am drinking tea because every week we are going to have a celebrity that we just would love to discuss. Or anyone who we really want on. Yeah, maybe one of our friends. I mean, who are we drinking with? Yeah. Time will tell. Give us an email if you want on. (laughs) I did, for our celebrity this week, I did try to ask them on. But I did not know what their... They don't have an Instagram he account. He doesn't do Instagram, no. He likes he to be present. He doesn't do Instagram. doesn't do any social media. He likes to be very present Which is in his crazy. life. I'm like, how the fuck am I supposed to contact you? Mm-hmm. That's my question. Because um, if you have his email, if you have his number, I'd love to send him a text. Mm-hmm. I would love to. Um, it really, truly. So if you do have that, please give us an email at drunksouthernaccents.com. Anyway. This week, we are drinking with... Paul Rudd, sexiest man Paul alive. Paul fucking Rudd. Named he by People is. Magazine. People Magazine but himself. But that is why Lord. I'm drinking Mr. tea. Mr. Sex himself. Because he has British roots. So I'm drinking a warm cup of he tea in his honor. He does have British roots. And you know I love the British. You love the British. I love the And I just British. love Paul Rudd. Could you imagine being named like the sexiest man of the year? The sexiest man. This is my question because People Magazine does this every year. Mm-hmm. And it's always a celebrity. I'm like... I'm, I just, I'm just curious if they take into account the rest of us <laughs> peasants <laughs> into account of the sexiest man of the year, or if you have to have the status you have to be a and the bank I account think. to back Mr. Sex. Yeah, I think so. I don't, Canyon. If you're wondering I mean, if they would vote I doubt you on, I don't give think. It to <laughs> I don't think. I don't know if they will. But. It's probably like you know they're not going to want to give it to John from fucking Trader Joe's. So. Right. <laughs> John from Trader <laughs> Joe's. Well, for those of you, I mean, you might be living on so, under a little rock, but Paul Rudd is a 52-year-old 
amazingly handsome man. He looks like he's in his 30s, but he's 52. He has green eyes. And a lot of people might know him from, um, he was on Friends. He was Phoebe's husband. Mm -hmm. But his first big role was in Clueless. And then he also did, um, oh, what was that movie? Did it, was he in 40-Year-Old Virgin? Anchorman. Oh, yeah. He was um, Ant-Man. He was Anchorman and an Anchorman. He did. With Will Ferrell. I don't think he did Anchorman. Yes, he oh, did. Oh, yes. He I know you're talking. I know you're talking about now. Yeah. But my favorite thing is that he was born in 1969, mm. which kind of goes in theme with Sexiest Man Alive. Oh, yeah. I'm curious if that was a contributing factor. Probably. Here's, so I like to do this with celebrities. I like to know how much they're worth. So how much do you think Paul Rudd is worth? What's his net worth? Oh, geez. I don't know. What do you think? Well, I know the answer. Oh, I would have no idea where to guess. Millions. Well, give me a number. Um, give me a figure. I don't, what are celebrities usually worth? I don't even know where to guess. M- m- like, about normally celebrities, um, like, I would say, like, if you're just starting out, like, your first original Netflix movie, you're not going to be worth more than a million. Mm. But if you've been in the game for a long time, you're going to be worth multiple millions. So off of that, after Paul Rudd's career. Maybe six. What do you think? Six million? Yeah. He's worth 70 million. Wait, what? Sorry. Are you serious? Yeah, he's worth $70 million. <laughs> that is Paul Rudd's number. Can you I just guessed $6 million. <laughs> I knew that so was going to happen. $6 million dollars is what like... <laughs> to me, that's a lot of money. what you make off of like three seasons of like some Netflix <laughs> I special. Mean, like, I Joey guess fucking King is probably worth $6 million. <laughs> and she's a fucking terrible actress. Did you watch um, her in... What was it called? Yeah. Um, trash TV. <laughs> no, I liked it. Trash. It was interesting because <laughs> it's based off of a true story. Regardless, we're spending too much time on this actress. Yeah, we're not. So let's get back to Mr. Sex. Oh my God, I love him so much. And he's so cool because he was originally born in New Jersey. But whenever he was around seven or so, he moved, His him and his parents moved to Overland Park, which is literally where I live right now. They moved to Overland Park. So he's like, a Kansan. He's a big Chiefs fan, big Royals fan. He went to the University of Kansas, KU, which KU, is so boo. familiar to so many around here. I know we're K Staters, but yeah, he's he's pretty much Kansas royalty people. Yes, I mean, he. But I mean, you think of people think of Kansas and fucking Dorothy. Mm-hmm. People should be thinking of Paul Rudd. Like we claim him. God, he's, he's ours so now. Beautiful. Thank you. Anybody who doesn't know what he looks like, please Google him and look at him. Like he is. Put him on our flag for the month. He is beautiful. And it's just, they do such a great job at picking people for, like People Magazine does a really good job at picking the man for Sexiest Man Alive because they pick people that you wouldn't expect, but then it shines this light on them like, oh, wow, they actually really are very good looking. And they always have great personalities. Whenever he was voted on in his interview, he goes, well, I'm getting business cards made. (laughs) I thought that was so (laughs) cute. Miracle of a man, you're welcome. He goes. He also goes, I'll be in a lot more yachts. <laughs> That's what he said. And he goes, hopefully That's invited to more dinners. <laughs> more sexy dinners. <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. He's like, hopefully I'll be invited to more sexy din- dinners. And I imagine I'll my be favorite, on more yachts. <laughs> my favorite is that, one, that his wife said that she would have voted for Kanye Reeves. Oh, she said and that? <laughs> she said that. She goes, well, I would have voted for Kanye Reeves. <laughs> but I guess they got it right. Yeah, he he. 
says in his interview how she was very stupefied by it. She was like, wait, what? They voted you? And he goes, yeah. <laughs> he also, this so is cute. what's fascinating to me. He got the news through an email. What? Not a call, not a text. He got the news through an email. And he was like, what? Imagine getting that on a Sunday evening. I'd be like, is this spam? <laughs> <laughs> well, also, speaking of Mr. Sex, so you said that he had green eyes. Yes, he does. So he has green eyes, but only 2% of people in the world have green eyes. He's rare. 2%. He's rare as hell. And it's so crazy because also it takes babies like um, six months to three years to develop green eyes. All mm. children are born with blue that are European descent. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Which is crazy. But also, so he was born in New Jersey, but his, before that, his parents lived in somewhere in fucking England. Yes, fucking. So they have these British roots, which is so cool. He said he grew up drinking like tea and crumpets and absolute amazing. Yeah, I think that's so cool that he has these like British roots. And so after he studied drama at KU, and then he went to Oxford. And he did like a Mm -hmm. summer there and did drama classes and Shakespeare. And he was like, it was just such a great experience, like living in the dorms and like doing plays and memorizing lines and things like that. He also worked in KC in Overland Park for the Glazing Hams at the Holiday Ham Company. Mm -hmm. So if you're looking for a fucking ham for Christmas, go down to the Holiday Ham Company and maybe Paul Rudd will meet you there. Oh. Doubtful, but... Well, he owns a candy store, too. Yes, he also donates to St. Jude's as well. He's just such a good man. Oh, but he probably DJed at bar mitzvahs because he has Jewish roots. His parents are Jewish. I didn't know that. Yeah, his parents are Jewish. And he said growing up in Kansas, it was kind of hard because everyone's like Christian or Catholic. And so he always just felt kind of different. But he's like, I yeah. made the best of it. I've forgotten until I researched that he also was in Parks and Rec as Bobby Newport. Oh, see, I didn't know that. Yes, I know. I forgot he was in Anchorman and he was Ant-Man. I think he told his... (laughs) What did his son say whenever... His son, my favorite, because he was saying, I had watched an interview, I think it was with Ellen, Mm -hmm. and his he went and his son was playing Xbox. He was like, oh, I have something to tell you. He thought his son would love it, and he was like... I'm going to be in the new Marvel movie. I'm going to be Ant-Man, the superhero. (laughs) And his son looks at him, rolls his eyes and goes, can't wait to see that one. (laughs) I think that's (laughs) so funny. And then just goes back to playing Xbox. (laughs) Can't wait to see that one. But I mean, that's what I'm like. Imagine like your own father being like, I'm going to be a fucking superhero. I'm like, God, just don't fucking embarrass me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot handle it. He's in... um. 40 year old version and knocked up that was the other one i was thinking of mm, mm. knocked up is a great movie i really like that one he plays yeah. like a husband in that one of the husbands but he does really great work it's cool thinking yes. that he, he really raised 13 started. million every year for um casey's children mercy hospital oh really mm-hmm. yeah he does that every year um he does the um big um fundraising at K- in kc for the children's mercy hospital uh-huh He's just so cool. What a great first guest. What a great first guest. Thanks for drinking with us, Paul Rudd. We appreciate yeah, it. Thanks, Paul. Raising my cup of tea too. What do you think Paul's yeah? Do you think he do you think one. he ever puts vodka in his tea? Maybe so. Only every morning. <laughs> well, I think we should step into our next segment. All righty. 
therapy with unregistered therapists. <laughs> I really like this one. I know. You want to tell them why, why we're doing well, this? We did this because I looked into therapy for myself. My mom, as we all have, dramatic, but (laughs) I looked into it and tickle your pickle, but it is more expensive (laughs) than a goddamn motherfucking car payment. I tell you what, so expensive (laughs) to get some fucking help. (laughs) Jesus, yeah, my God, I can't afford that. So we thought, so. we usually sit on the phone every night and give each other therapy, so we thought we'd share our therapy sessions with all of you. Yeah. So what's in therapy this week? Oh, we have a great topic this week. It's actually <laughs> really interesting. We are discussing seasonal depression because winter has come and <laughs> it is fucking dark out God, all she's the a time. bitch. God, she's a bitch. Oh, I love winter, She'll though. She'll slap your tits and give you bruises, I'll tell you what. <laughs> She has once or twice, yes. She'll make you sleep in the fucking foyer. <laughs> in the foyer. She has been... I actually really like winter, but it's when I have to be outside in the bitter cold that I start to get a little upset. That's called winter, so you just like being indoors. <laughs> well, I, like, <laughs> I like being inside. I like winter. I just don't like to step outside and experience it. <laughs> I like being inside when it's like cozy and snowing and like watching moving, uh, movies and drinking hot cocoa, things like that. But once I have to, like when I have to leave in the morning to go to work and I have to sit in my car while it warms up, I'm not having fun. Yeah, I like to work out. I just don't actually like <laughs> Shut to up. do the machines when I'm there. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> but that's my take on winter. But we wanted to do seasonal depression because as it's getting darker, so are our moods. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> I know. In this freaking time change. It's just Seas- oh a pain god, in the don't butt. get me started five- on time change. Call your goddamn senator. <laughs> Call your congressman. And bitch to him about the time because I can tell you what the government can take my money, they can take my taxes. Right. I don't fucking care at the end of the day. But you take the goddamn sum away from me, <laughs> and I have something to say. All right, right. That's understandable. Give me the sun back. It's understandable. Or I'm going to contact your secretary for the next forty-five days straight. It's okay? five p.m. and it feels like ten. And I can't do it. It's I don't no know. joke. Benjamin Franklin, I will shoot you in the fucking foot. <laughs> Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Great idea, Ben. Great idea. <laughs> Fuck you from America in the future. Thanks, Benjamin. Mm. I, I hope he received that message well. <laughs> I hope so. But, so, Ken and I had, whenever I brought up this topic for us to discuss on the podcast, you kind of had an interesting take on it. Mm-hmm. So I'll share, well, like what it actually is medically, like the diagnosis and stuff, and then you kind of share your take, okay? Okay. Okay. I'll go first. So, it's the actual name for it is seasonal affective disorder, but a lot of people just call it seasonal depression because we have a way of desensitizing things really inappropriate in life, but... um, That's humanity for you. So, it starts in in the fall, and then it progressively gets worse for people as winter comes, it gets colder, it gets darker sooner, time change happens... Um, But basically, there's like a couple different things that happen. One of the big things is just not getting enough sunlight. Uh Uh-huh. So. Yeah. yeah. Do that one. Well, (laughs) since you're not getting enough. Tell me something I don't know. (laughs) 
since you're not getting enough sunlight. Government's like, take your vitamin D pills. No, nope. give yeah. you the fucking hour back. Well, that's <laughs> that's like actually one of the treatments that you can People do. People go on strike for about everything. I would love to go on a daylight saving strike. Oh yeah, I wonder how that would go. Not well. <laughs> I bet you'd actually have a lot of people show up. <laughs> I think people are actually pretty It'd pissed get about this. probably a little too extreme. So, you're not getting enough vitamin D, but vitamin D heavily correlates with your serotonin levels and your melatonin levels, which correlates back to like your happiness and your mood. You can get an overproduction of melatonin, which causes you to be more sleepy, like you want to sleep all the time, which kind of relates back to depression. Like a lot of the symptoms are just what, People with any kind of depression or anxiety get just like feel different. They don't feel like themselves. And this actually isn't a very common disorder. I can't remember what percent it was, but I think a lot of people get a very mild form of it, which is called winter blues. And that's just from (laughs) winter blues. I I saw that. I was like, what? Sounds like an Elvis Presley. I was just about to say, I think Elvis Presley sang about this. It's like your internal clock just gets really dysregulated. Because they fuck with time itself. Mm -hmm. Yes. Vitamin D is such a big factor in all those things. When we first talked about seasonal oppression, I kind of got it from like relationships because... Which I thought was so interesting. Because I just think like of the holidays and everyone's fucking posting like, ah, ha, 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 look what I got for Christmas, a fucking relationship. <laughs> Fuck you, losers. I guess. It's <laughs> like, rough sometimes. Every every Christmas, I see boyfriend and girlfriend posts all over babies. Instagram. Engagement. We have babies, to stop with the kids. Don't on babies. Enough children. Okay, this world's fucked up enough. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I can't. And so... Everyone's like, look at me, look at me, okay? And the rest of us single people are like, cool, I'm going to go to Christmas alone (laughs) and have to re-explain again for the third year in a row why I'm single, okay? That's my take. That's my take on depression, for seasons anyway. I I think (laughs) Halloween- For seasons anyway. For seasons. That's just for this season. (laughs) On on spring. (laughs) I (laughs) I mean, I think Halloween is for single people, truly. That's our holiday, mm-hmm. and then Christmas is for couples. Mm-hmm. They get Christmas, we get Halloween. That's why I love Halloween. It's my favorite holiday. It's amazing. Christmas, a little depressing mm-hmm. because you kind of have to get your shit together. You have to look nice. You mm-hmm. have to look presentable for grandma and grandpa. You have to have your shit together. You can't you be a drunken mess. Aunt Shirley like and Uncle Tom, and you can't be like a little skanky little bitch in a costume. No, <laughs> wear a fucking sweater. <laughs> Show me your boyfriend. Put on your tights. Are you pregnant? Because we want a fucking child to squeeze. I know. That's what we want for Christmas. I know. I'm like. Well, what about my Christmas? (laughs) (laughs) Well, Sierra. Yes. I think that was our first episode. I liked it. I think we did it. We did it. I think it was fucking fantastic if I say so myself. I'm proud of us. And I can't wait to do it all again next week. I know. Next week's a holiday episode. Fucking Kris Kringle, mm-hmm. baby. Yeah, we're drinking with a very popular man. We're talking about Santa. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. God, Santa. Everyone loves him. Mm-hmm. That fucking fat bastard. <laughs> <laughs> God, show some cookies in a role model, I tell you what. <laughs> I love it. Love it. 
God, get me fat and make me famous. Mm-hmm. That's all I have to do is eat some cookies and give know. some gifts to children. Weight really does not matter with him. <laughs> it does not count calories. <laughs> no. God. We should all look up You're to like, Give him some vegetables. Fuck that. Fuck that. <laughs> make him a double batch of cookies and force feed him to eat every single one. You want presents? You better lay me out some <laughs> chocolate chip cookie dough. <laughs> in a glass of I like milk I like whole milk Everyone's cooking these None cookies of that I 2%. like to raw dog it sometimes <laughs> None of that 2% God. Give me the whole milk I want it all <laughs> <laughs> Anyway that's a little sneak peek Of next episode peek. We do have an email It's called drunksouthernaccents at gmail.com Feel free to email us Sponsors included <laughs> For Any questions let us know. We'll answer it for you. Oh, yeah. We Get a shout out on the show. If you're single, you're looking to mingle, we'll shout you out. Mm-hmm. It's called a being a pimp. We a live <laughs> fucking air. <laughs> <laughs> we, we could set people up. We could do like a dating we thing. We could. Yeah. yeah. I know some very eligible bachelor and I live with one. Taylor, you're yeah, going to kill me, true. babe. But God, she's single and she's <laughs> ready to fucking go after it. Yes, she if is. If you're looking to settle Taylor down, get married, have Gable. a few children, oh my gosh, look her up on Instagram. God, she's going to kill me so hard. <laughs> look her up on Instagram, <laughs> Taylor Gale. Gents. God, a she's so ten. pretty. We'll see you next time with Santa. Great show, yeah. We'll see you guys yeah. next week. Bye. <laughs>